This is Pete Moore. I am on Halo Talks NYC on location, San Diego, Ursa 2018, with a friend of mine for quite some time from the industry. It was started from the bottom, now we're here. I think it's, a, it's some kind of hip-hop rap song. So we started from the bottom, uh, and here we are uh, on top of the industry. Kelly has uh, been always a forefront thinker and, and always looking at what the next technology solution is and how to solve problems. So, Kelly, welcome to Halo Talks. Hey, thanks, Pete. Happy, happy to be here. Excellent. So um, I know you've got a... Um, an un, uh, un, unedited, unabridged version of uh, of a blog about to, to hit the uh, hit the airways and uh, and the internet uh, and mobile yeah. and any other way you can consume information. You know, which really is is a culmination of, of everything that you see on a daily basis and kind of cutting through all of the brands and the marketing and the sales. And you should do this. You should do that. It's really going to be. You know, the straight scoop, and let me just get to the point of what's going on. So give us a little background on on what's being built and, and what you hope to accomplish, you know, through that. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, my, my co-work and, uh, co-worker and friend, Mike Escobedo, and I are, are launching this blog called Industry Fit, where we're giving this unscripted best practices, what's happening in, in health clubs today. We're, we're in clubs every day, most days. And we see great ideas, and, and how do we get those ideas out? Not, not the, the the pretty editorial of here are ten things that you need to do in your in your club, but you know, here's what we saw in you know the the, the latest in check-ins. Here's here's the latest that we saw in locker room tech. I mean, mm-hmm. there there's so many outside influences coming into fitness now that we can't wait. We, we need to have a, an open conversation with emerging tech, emerging business practices. How do we compete with large companies? How do we scale economically? And that's what industry fits about. Gotcha. So um, since you've been in the industry for, for you know, was it 15 plus years of, you know, on the yeah. professional side and also you grew up in, in the sector, how do you compartmentalize, you know, all these different technologies that are best in class and all these different new entrants into the space? I guess, um, you know, Dropbox is a company that's just filed to go public. So I feel like if you, if you can kind of allocate your brain like a Dropbox, sure. you know, and sure. kind of follow these things away and then access data as you and information. Um, I feel like as you as you work in the industry for a while and you work from a, a you know, catbird spot like you are, that... Um, it becomes, uh, you know, part of how you think. Mm-hmm. So, like, share with us how you ingest data and how you, like, come up with, you know, like, all right, here's the trends. Right, not right. Just, not just data, but the gut. And, like, I know that this is, the, this is important. Mm-hmm. It's a long-winded way of asking you a question. Great question. Okay. Te- technology needs to, it needs to solve a problem. It needs to, it needs to have a purpose. It needs to be affordable. Um, it it needs to help a club operator either save money or make money in, in, in the most simplest form. So, you know, when I'm looking at tech from within the space, I want a cookie cutter solution that is going to be, to be able to be implemented quickly and, and immediately provide value to operators. So a lot of great tech in the space that's doing that. But more and more as tech is funded in the fitness industry, we see emerging tools from various markets. 
So I was just out at the Consumer Electronics Show in January, for example, gotcha. and you know, the, the things that are going on in wearables, you know, a, a lot of those things we know. Amazing things going on with brainwave technology and augmented and virtual reality they are going to really impact fitness um, in, the, in the coming months and coming years. And, you know, how do we thoughtfully embrace those companies, teach them about our industry, and make their products applicable in a way that's affordable for health club operators? You know, the, the consumer experience is what's driving all of this behavior, all of this activity. Mm-hmm. And what we need to do is we need to replicate the, the ease of use in our facilities, um, just like you're walking into a, a Starbucks or a Chipotle. You know, we, we need to have that, that slick experience that the, the modern day consumer expects. So um, when you say technology to become affordable, you know, is there a is there a psychological price point that people in this industry are willing to pay for technology? There absolutely is. It's $199. I knew it. I knew, it. <laughs> I knew there was an answer to this question. And the price is right. Okay, and that ends the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. Yep. So, so, you know, and I used to sell technology to the sector back in the day. You agree with that? You agree with my price point? Yeah, I was going to say yeah. 200 but mm-hmm. 199 sounds like a, a fly off the shelf. It, it sounds like a fitness interesting <laughs> price, right? <laughs> Yeah. So, so when you get to that number, the part that I find interesting about that number is that's the maximum I will pay any individual company. Yet I'm happy to pay 199 times five mm-hmm. to five different companies that's if right. it's their best in class. So um, as you've seen the industry evolve, and we, and we had a couple of the, the large software provider CEOs on, on, the, on the Halo Talks that people can listen to separately. They've kind of come to the conclusion that, you know, they're not going to be all things to all people. And we're not going to try to become the best lead gen. We're not going to become the best marketing promotion company. We're not going to do reward points. We're going to let you API through that. Do you, I mean, it's part of this blog to basically say, look, here's like the top five to ten vendors and, and partners. I don't think they're vendors. Vendors probably a bad word. Their success is based on your success. I mean, everyone's like got a symbiotic relationship here it's no you're not going to be in business very long if you don't use these and they're not going to be in business very long unless they show you some results the the vendor space is really interesting right now you know there's uh, so many great tech companies that are getting funded for the first time You, you now see tech companies that used to have three employees now have access to millions of dollars to you know thoughtfully scale and onboard uh, customers, you know that when I look at vetting a vendor, yes, the, the the technology has to be sound, but there are a lot of things, there are a lot of components that go into, you know, does this vendor, is this vendor going to work for a club? You know, um, mm-hmm. what does their support team look like? What does their funding look like? What does their roadmap look like? You know, I think that we have to be careful not to be wooed by fancy tech and really make sure that we're not applying Band-Aids to, to, to fix problems, that, that we're choosing solutions that are going to go the distance. So, um, you know, as you've looked at the space evolve, um, there were definitely, uh, you know, enterprise software platforms, and there was, um, you know, not uh, companies not necessarily, you know, saying let's do an API because I just can't wait for you to tax my server with, you know, additional... Requests. There's definitely been a paradigm shift to, to have an open source. Do you feel like um, 
the companies now on the technology side are, are not infringing on, e on each other's territory? Um, I, I, I think that there's overlap in all of these technology companies, honestly, m more than ever. Just be honest. More, yeah, more than ever. <laughs> it's, um, you know, it's, it's incredibly confusing to right. the clubs. You know, they, they, they want to be able to make a solution, get the solution implemented, and you may have a, a brand CRM and a sales CRM, and then you have your member management system, and then you have your... Sounds uh, like the same thing. Right, right. You know, so it, it all sounds like the same thing. And, you know, how do you, uh, how do you break those apart? How do you have value in each of those and, and, and really not overpay? Right. So do you, um, you know, I'm starting up a new club or, or a studio or I'm um, looking to upgrade what I'm currently doing. Um, are there a lot of uh, technology, architectural, you know, consultants out there? Mm-hmm. And is that a company or is it typically you're, you're making a big decision on this is my billing company and I'm going to wait for them to advise me on, you know, which other applications to kind of turn on? I see, a, I see a lot of clubs, you know, first selecting their, you know, their core technology pieces, um, you know, and, and then building up that ecosystem around the member management system or around the CRM, uh, you know, so, so certainly see that being the case. And do you feel like, um, you know, with the additional capital that, that's coming into the sector on the software side that, um, you know, that's going to create more confusion? Do you think it's going to create less confusion? Do you think it's going to just create better applications, which is probably what, what really is going to drive I think, who wins? I think that the tech is here to stay. I, I think where the, the funding is going to support all of the technology is really in the implementation and support this is an industry where club operators are, are busy with their members. They don't want to be in the back office being buried in, in technology problems. So I, I believe the tech winners will be those who can best service the clubs and, and make their product valuable and you know, quietly run and provide value. Gotcha. So um, you know, as you see where the industry used to be to where it is today, on a scale of, of, uh, of one to 10, uh, where do you think the health club operators are and studios, studio operators are you know, embracing technology? Mm -hmm. Where are we? I, I, I think that we're at a solid six and a half. Wow, six and a half. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say six. Uh, I think we're at a solid <laughs> six and a half. Um, I, I, and I think that technology really runs the spectrum. I mean, I've been in fitness when, um, you know, uh, an Ace Age bank draft was ripping off a, a sheet and, you know, putting it in the deposit bag. And, um, you know, that, you know, that was, uh, that was technology back in 1998. And, you know, today, you know, obviously we, we deal with the, with the flood of technology mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, it's, it's quite a different world. Um, and, and from a standpoint of the best operators and what they're doing with technology, how much of the how much of the data, and how much of like opening up their P, you know P and L statements and their number of leads to their front desk workers to their general managers? You know, there used to be because I come from the finance side that uh, I would say to a health club operator. Uh, so this club, you know, seems to be doing well. You know, is there, you know, what, what's going on? Oh, we have a really good GM. Like, does the GM know how well they're doing? Do they, 
have access to the people. They know how many members they have. That's all they need to know. So, like, is, has there been a paradigm shift in disclosure of information, or has it been uh, kind of a, a hide, hide the information also because we don't want people to know how well we're doing? It, it, it runs the spectrum, but I can tell you from a technology perspective where I see clubs that are more highly evolved, I also see clubs sharing more of that data. You know, right. and when I when I look to our technology providers to be open sourced, we we really look to our club operators to be open source, open source with themselves, mm -hmm. uh, their own teams, but also with other operators. Um, you know, the the greatest teachers in the fitness industry right now are the club operators. There's there's not an owner and an authority on education. It's it's really what the club operators are sharing and willing to share with each other to make each other better. That's, so I, that's so powerful right now. Yeah, so what we're trying to do here with, um, with Halo and Halo Academy is to make sure that all the information that's available can be turned into key decision-making situations and that you can do things real-time instead of doing things you know, at the end of the year or the end of the month or end of the quarter. Uh, so that's one of the things we're doing with your friend Nikki here. Heading up our Halo Advisors and Halo Academy yeah, it's, uh, it's, initiative. So we're excited it's about It's a massive the void. It's a massive void. Well, we're here to fill it. And we're not here to fill time. We're here to fill solutions. So, mm -hmm. what else would you like to tell uh, our listeners about the uh, about industry fit and about, um, you know, if they spend the time understanding data that you will no doubt be more successful. Yeah, well, data is, is, is really the driver for our businesses. And I think that we have historically looked at data in, in spreadsheets and looked at data in ways that we didn't really intend to view it in, but it, it was all that we could get our hands on. Well, I would say that we're, we're going through this massive transition in fitness uh, around data visualization mm -hmm. and data warehousing and dashboards and um, giving us the, the tools to see our businesses honestly mm -hmm. for the first time in a new way. And I'm watching top operators around the country. They all have the same reaction when they experience these data visualization tools. They, they look at their business as though they're seeing it for the first time. Wow, yeah. Well, when we go through processes and, and help people sell their companies, they learn more about their company during the sale process than they ever knew about it during, Every time. during the operations side. Well, um, it's good to reconnect with you. I'm excited about, yeah. uh, about your blog and about doing great things for the, uh, for the industry and making people more successful. So uh, we will be in touch on a, uh, on, on a blogging daily basis. Yeah, and thank, thanks for having me. Thank, awesome. Looking forward to working with you guys. Cool. All right. Have a great rest of the show. Thanks, Pete.